Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Thoughts by DeVille D.I. I am your host, DeVille I hope y'all enjoying yourself this Monday morning as you travel to work. I am currently still on vacation though, so enjoy yourselves at work. I will be relaxing, maxing and relaxing. I might cook some waffles this morning. Waffles this morning. That was my donkey impersonation. I hope y'all liked it because the jokes ain't going to get no better. Now, got a couple announcements. Over the weekend, I did drop... For the um, the fans of the Growing Up DeVille DI series, I did drop a new episode of Growing Up DeVille DI, Gridiron Glory Part 2, where I continue to tell you about my time as an elite middle school football player. So, after this is over, just let it keep playing through to the next episode and check out that Growing Up DeVille DI. I noticed that uh, Apple Podcast has been slacking on notifying listeners that when i post new episodes i know this is a big inconvenience for those of you who depend on the app to notify you when i post so i hate to say it but you're gonna have to check because they like definitely have been slacking i've had a few episodes that didn't even it didn't even alert you know and then i've had some that may have alerted later on and i noticed that spotify and apple Podcasts from time to time my episodes don't come out until like midday or halfway through the day. Now, I publish my morning discipline episodes every day at 7 a.m. But for some reason, they are not publishing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Not consistently, at least. Spotify, for the most part, it drops it on time. It, I mean, it can go either way with both of those apps. I don't know why. If I don't know if that's the Spotify, Apple Podcast thing, or if that's an Anchor thing. I don't know if they're reviewing the show before they put it out because some of my shows do get a little risque with their titling and some of the topics and the content. But either way, I hate to be the one to tell you to say, "Hey, you just got to go check." But really, at the end of the day, you're just gonna have to go check. Now, second announcement: I tried to avoid this as long as I could. But by popular demand and request after request after request, the field day is going to finally bring you a relationship series. I'm going to call it In the Hearts of Men. Yes, right. In the Hearts of Men. I'm going to do it's going to be like the four or six part relationship series where people keep asking me to give my relationship advice and perspective from the male perspective. But I'm not going to do that because I can't sit here and say that I know or that I think like every other male out there. So I can't just say I'm going to give you relationship advice from a male from the male, the male perspective. I can give you relationship advice and content from DeVille Diaz perspective. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to drop the first installment of that series in the hearts of men uh, i'm trying to drop that wednesday in place of the uh advice for gym noobs 
that I haven't done in forever. And people are asking, why haven't I been doing Advice for Gym News? Well, I kind of think that Advice for Gym News has ran its course. I mean, there's only so many topics you can bring up when it comes to uh, talking about, you know, things that noobs were running through the gym. I got whole two seasons out of that, even though it was a very popular, one of my most popular things that I did was the advice for gym news. I feel like it's better for me just to leave it on a good note. In the, instead of just trying to drag it out and drag it out. Because I got to a point where I started to find it hard to come up with content for growing up. Not growing up the bill. But I, I found it hard to come up with content for advice for gym news. So in the effort to not just give y'all trash just for the sake of giving you something. I was like, I'm just going to stop for a while. I'm not saying this is the end of Advice for Gym News, but we're going to take a pause. Like I said, I got you through two seasons. We're going to take a little break on that for a while. And then, you know, more likely than not, there will be a major resurrection of it. You know, just give me some time to hit the gym and think and get content because I don't like to, you know, I don't, I don't want to just, just give y'all something under that title just to be giving you something under that title. So, over the weekend, me and my family went out to the fair, the Atlanta fair, downtown Atlanta. You know, we wanted to get out there, get the kids out there, have a good time, man. And it was interesting, to say the least. <sighs> interesting, to say the least. Ah. <sighs> Anytime that you go downtown Atlanta, you don't know what you're going to run into. Like, people who are not from Atlanta or who have never been to Atlanta think that this is just a, you know, country place like we're down here riding on horses and farming. But Atlanta is an actual city. It's an actual metropolitan area. So just like any other metropolitan urban environment, you're going to have, you know, your homeless down there. You're going to have your... Uh, uh, elite down there as well to do people, your middle class people, everybody. It's like a big melting pot of people in Atlanta. Now, one of the things that I found strange was, man, I saw a lot of ass at the Atlanta Fair. And I'm not talking about the type of ass that I would like to see. I'm not talking about big booty cheeks. I'm talking about Pants on the ground, pants on the ground, looking like a fool with your pants on the ground, with the gold in your mouth, hat turned sideways, pants hit the ground, call yourself a cool cat, looking like a fool, walking downtown with your pants on the ground. Yeah, man, these young boys in there, they got their pants so low. Now, look, I respect sagging. I come from an era of sagging, but see, back in my day, I'm sounding old right now, back in my rattlesnake days when we used to sag, we just kept, kept like a, a little slight sag. Our pants would be under our waistline, but not like today, man. These guys have their full buttocks exposed, you know. I mean, full, just ready for a uh, ready for a full prostate exam, how low they have their pants. And it was cold. It was like 48 degrees Saturday. Now, I know some of y'all out there is like, oh, 48 degrees. Then ain't nothing. Well, screw you. We live in Georgia. We used to nice, warm climates. 48 degrees, man, this is, huh, fuck that, I don't want, uh, not having my whole ass out in 48 degree weather, and then they're sticking their hands down in their pants, with our, which are on their thighs, genitals exposed, it's wild, man, 
it was a weird experience. And then even with the ladies, the younger ladies, so many I saw so many stomachs and breastuses and legs out and it's forty eight degrees at the fair and the wind, you know, when those uh rides get to moving around and whipping around, that wind gets to going, man, it ain't nothing nice, but we had a good time regardless. I kept a good a close eye on my children and the children I was responsible for because it was like it was so many unsupervised kids, so many kids just running around acting a damn fool. As soon as we got there, we ran into one, this young boy, young boy with some dress, and he started, he had basketball. They were uh, winning basketballs from one of the, the games that they have out there. And this kid decides he's going to shoot basketball in a trash can. So he's just taking shots in this trash can. And it was okay at first because he was making the shots. But it was wild because there was a bench right behind the trash can. There was like ladies with babies and old people sitting on this bench. And his homeboy kept telling him, you know, you chill out. You need to stop. But he didn't make it no better because he took the guy's basketball and tossed it. He threw it across the carnival, and I was like, damn, really, bro? It didn't hit nobody, though. It landed in the area where one of the rides was at, and the guy who was operating the ride just grabbed it and threw it back. And I'm like, damn, this is going to be a problem eventually. And they did end up hitting the girl, and she went nuts. But nothing happened. Nothing transpired from that. And then then they started gambling. They started gambling. They put, was throwing money on the ground. And they're gambling for taking shots in the trash can. And, of course, anytime something like this happens, it leaves the area open for shenanigans. And shenanigans did ensue when one of these young men, one of these young boys, decided he was going to rob the uh, the game. And that's exactly what he did. He ran by, snatched the money, and just took off. And <laughs> it was like... Really, bro, like, I don't know if they ever found the kid who snatched the money or whatever, but he snatched that money and got the hell up out of there. <laughs> Something that I realized while we were at the fair is that you can be too fat for the fair. You definitely can be too fat for the fair. Uh, the kids was trying to get on this one particular ride, and they got on. You know, we had to stand in line or whatever. When Once it was their turn, they got on the ride. Uh... We were making jokes because <laughs> one of the one of the kids, my my girlfriend's nephew, his uh, you know the little the bar that came down on top of him to secure him into the ride was was wasn't going down as far as it was um, for my daughter, and she brought that up and she was like, "Hey, you know, Junior's Junior's thing isn't coming down as far as your daughter's," and I was like, "Oh man, that sucks for Junior." And she was like, "What you mean?" Like, well, he's going to have to kiss his ass goodbye. It's <laughs> about to go down. But that's just the type of sense of, sense of humor that I have. But then we realized that the ride wasn't starting. I was wondering why the ride wasn't starting. I saw the kids kept, excuse me, kept taking the thing off and trying to close it. And I was just about to the point where I was going to pull the kids off of the ride because I felt like I thought something was defective in the ride and I wasn't going to let them take the ride at that point but then I realized that that wasn't the problem the problem was 
there were two passengers on this ride that were hefty, 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 like the garbage bags. And the thing wouldn't close for them. So, therefore, it kind of, like, messed with everybody's stuff. And the ride wouldn't even function because theirs wouldn't lock. So, after probably around five, ten minutes maybe, it took a while, they actually got off the ride. And that's when I realized, okay, I was like, I was telling my girls, I think she's too big for the ride. And that's why the thing won't lock. And that's why they can't start the ride. So, after about ten minutes, her and uh, another guy, they exited the ride. And I was like, eh. You know, kind of laughed it off because it's funny to me because I find stuff like that funny. Then um, a little while later, we made our way a couple rides down to another ride. Once again, we stand in line, the kids get on, and they're having trouble with this ride. The same guy who couldn't fit on the the previous one could not fit on this ride either, so he had to get off. And, you know, he was standing there asking for a refund. So, that's when I was like, damn, you can be too fat for the fair. Like, when they made these rides, they didn't they didn't have oversized people, you know, uh, plus-sized people in mind. But I'm not necessarily a small guy. I consider myself fat, but I'm not really obese, I would say. According to that little scale that they have at the doctor's office, you know, where, with your height, your height-weight ratio, according to them, I'm obese, but. I'm definitely not obese. I have a lot of muscle, but you can. You, it's clear that they didn't have bigger people in mind when they made these fair rides. So I was like, "Damn, too you too fat for the fair. You can't you can't even enjoy the rides, but you can enjoy the food. That's why I was there. That's the whole reason I go to the fair. Man, I got me a turkey leg. That turkey leg was the size of like a brontosaurus. What it was a pterachosaurus, whatever that was for the Flintstone. That big ass drumstick they used to eat. I had this big-ass turkey leg drumstick. Man, that was so delicious. And then we got funnel cake. You can't go to the fair and not get funnel cake with all that powdered sugar on there. My daughter got one, and I definitely partaked in that funnel cake. And she was, <laughs> we were sitting there eating it, and she was like, uh, I bet I look like a crackhead now. And I died laughing because my daughter has no idea what a crackhead look, actually looks like. Because I have made the efforts to keep her out of neighborhoods where crackheads live. I grew up in neighborhoods with crackheads. So I made an effort to make sure she didn't grow up in neighborhoods with crackheads. But when she visits her Grammy's house, her Grammy stays next to the projects. So she may have bumped into a crackhead or two down there. <laughs> but we may, I, I died when she said that she felt like she was looking like a crackhead. Because you know when all that powdered sugar... Gets on your lips and around your mouth, man. <laughs> you out here looking like Ashy Larry. And, man, it was like two, three, four. It was a bunch of fights at this fair, man. And I kept telling them that it was a particular section of the fair where crowds were gathering. And these were unsupervised kids. It was one ride in particular where the kids was pulling each other up on the side of the ride to into the line. To get on, you know, I guess kids who didn't have tickets to ride the rides or maybe they didn't want to stand in line or whatever. But they were actually lifting kids up on the side. And, you know, the workers were having tried to try to monitor that and make sure those kids didn't get on the ride. And the kids that were supposed to get on the ride got on the ride. And then 
fight started breaking out. And I was like, damn, why does it always have to be a fight at the fair? We used to fight at the fair when I was a kid to the point where it used to be, you used to have this thing called Midnight Madness down in Valdosta. And it used to be like the weekend of the Lions-Valdosta game, I think, football game, I think. Was it? Was it? I think it was the weekend. I don't know. But either way, I know they end up canceling the whole Midnight Madness event because it would be so many fights out there. So these fights keep breaking out in the same place. And I noticed that the police don't show up until the whole fight is over and everybody's gone. Then here they come popping up, walking through. I did see a lot of kids get escorted out of there. It was crazy, though, because when you're able to see that mob mentality in action, you know, the fight breaks out and nobody's trying to help break up the fight or stop the fight. Everybody just has their phones out. It's just this big crowd of kids and then cell phones hanging over the top of the crowd. Everybody's trying to get video of the fight. One little girl got a weave snatched out and... People were parading around the fair with a weave in their hand like um, it was a trophy or something. But, hell, welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> but, overall, we made it through there without incident. Nobody bothered uh, bother us because I was on my daddy shark to do to do do Daddy shark to do to do do And I wish him well would run up on me and mine. <laughs> this is going it's gonna be a discrepancy like the late great Bernie Mac used to say. But y'all didn't come here for this. Y'all came here for some discipline. And that's exactly what I'm gonna give you today. Discipline for today, people. You have to be disciplined enough to learn to take care of yourself. The whole situation at the fair made me think of this with these people who are just too big to ride the rise, man. We have to take time out to discipline ourselves and what we're eating. And to discipline ourselves to get physical activity in not just the youth, but us. We always want to talk about the kids and how they're sitting around playing video games and on their iPads and watching YouTube. But what are you doing for your own physical benefit, for your own physical health? Because if you're not healthy, it's just going to make succeeding in life that much harder, period. Because if you don't feel good, you can't work good. You know, I saw, um, what movie was I watching? I can't remember what it was. It was mine. It was a movie called Mine. And he told him, you know, uh, the, the key to being a good soldier is taking the shit. You know, if you don't shit good, then you don't, you know, you don't feel good. You can't work good. You can't fight good. Physically taking care of yourself is of the up most important because it's going to affect your whole day. Every day, man, and we like to sit around and gluttonize ourselves and, you know, we shun physical activity. It's not productive. It's the opposite of productive. I know you're out here living your best life. You got your money right. You want to eat whatever you want to eat. You want to chill and watch TV and listen to podcasts. But listen to them podcasts while you're running on a treadmill or while you're jogging around the track or while you, you know, take a walk to the store instead of uh, driving I have several stores that are less than a mile away from my house, and I make sure I take the time out to just walk to the store instead of driving to the store all the time, partially because I like to drink, too, and I don't want to drink and drive, but that's neither here nor there. Sometimes I walk to the store just to make sure I'm getting some sort of physical activity when I'm not in the gym, and I haven't been in the gym for a while because I'm trying to let my feet 
recover every time I start feeling good. My feet start feeling good. I get get up in the gym and they start hurting again. So I had to be disciplined enough to know it was time for me to sit my ass down and let myself recover. But definitely physical health is very important because it, it helps you with longevity. Now, I know there are people that say, hey, I knew buddy who only ate wheat, grass, and drunk protein shakes and ran 10 miles a day didn't drink didn't smoke and he just fell out dead one day it happens people it's called genetics but you still should take the time to put in the effort to make sure you don't fall out for no reason take this information and do with it whatever you will but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today either way you made a difference my friend now get you a good breakfast in a good nice complete breakfast throw you some vegetables in there some grains put the sausage away you can have the sausage tomorrow don't eat the sausage today you don't have to eat the sausage every day people you don't want to be too fat for the fair do you do you you don't but you're gonna need that energy while you out here getting shit done thank you to each and every last one of y'all that tune into the vildi thoughts by the vildi the podcast now, do me a favor, get out there and have an amazing day. But I'm not because I'm on vacation. I'm going to have an amazing day, but it's not going to revolve around work in any way, shape, or form. Now, I got to go because I'm going back to bed. Nailed it.